Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Primitive Minds and Recall Productions. Um, be sure to check out the sponsor. And today, I have a special. I have three special guests um, from Dallas, Texas, I believe. They are known. They are known as Perceived. How's it going, guys? Going good, good, man. Great, man. Thanks for having us. I got it right, though, right? Dallas, Texas. Yes, That's sir. That's okay, where we're cool. from. Um, how's this, how's this pandemic treating you guys? It's, uh, we're, we've been able to release the EP thanks to it, I guess. We've been able to focus on it a little more. Yeah. We're surviving online. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Mainly through the internet. Yeah, it's crazy how, imagine if this was to happen like 30 years ago or 20 it, it would have really hurt yeah. a lot more people, I think, financially-wise. I think so, too, because yeah. a, lot, a lot of people have been able to work from home and stuff thanks to computers and the Internet. I know uh, some of our people have. We wouldn't yeah, be able to yeah. Do this right here. yeah, and this, we wouldn't be able to do this, which is pretty cool. Yeah, honestly, I've interviewed over 26 people or 26 bands since the pandemic started. Oh, wow. That's awesome, man. And la That's last year, I only did, like, 13 or 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's great, man. Music scene needs all the help we can get to get out there and, and be heard. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you guys have a new EP coming out. Uh, but before I, we get to that, I'm kind of teasing the fans right now. <laughs> uh, how did you guys come up with the name Perceived? Is there a backstory to that name? It was just uh, one of those things where I was just trying to come up with names over a couple weeks, and everything I Googled or searched, somebody had it. And finally came around to perceived, uh, thinking of perception and how everything's viewed. And I actually shot the name to these guys to see what they thought, and they shot it down at first. They didn't, we hated they didn't it. like it. <laughs> so uh, I actually uh, made the comment, name one good band that starts with P. Man, did I have egg on my face when they started shooting back um, Pink Floyd, Pantera, uh, you know, Primus. Great bands to start with, and so they finally came around, and we just we just went with it since nobody had it, and we thought it fit the band sound really well. It grew on us for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I like the name because I've actually never ever heard anybody use that word in like a band name or in just in regular talking. Yeah, it's one of those words that aren't used a lot. It's definitely weird for a band name, I guess, because it's more of a verb. Than, than a noun. But I mean, it works in a sense, though. Did y'all go see Perceived? You know, <laughs> have you heard Perceived? It's kind of cool. And that's how I, I, I brought it to y'all at first. Like, whenever we're trying to think of a band name, what do you guys think of the new Perceived album or the new Perceived song? And it doesn't sound bad. It's it works, but it's different. Yeah. I think it's different. Yeah, it's cool, and I like it. Like, um, should if I had some merch for Perceived. Instead of this saying fuck, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got it available on our website, perceivedband.com. You can go get t-shirts. You can oh, get yeah. the new E early. Um, we've got stickers, posters, all sorts of good stuff on there. Yeah, just check out the store for anybody that's interested. Yeah. Look at you guys jumping the gun. That was the last question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to end the interview. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
uh, uh, who inspired you to, you know, pick up the instrument slash microphone? I guess, uh, for me, uh, I've just kind of been playing since I was a kid. I loved music back in the day. MTV was a big thing as a kid. So drumming on the carpet with drumsticks and stuff for me, just steadily until I met this guy over here, Charlie, and, uh, actually got a real drum set, started jamming together. And then, uh, that's how I kind of really got into the drums. Uh, uh, probably Nirvana and STP, because that's really where I, I started getting into guitar and like picking out Nirvana songs and stuff. That's kind of when we met. I was trying, attempting to play a Nirvana song, and then and he's like, "Oh, I, I think I can play this part," you know. And that's kind of how it started. Uh, I mean, we all grew up in the '90s, so we're definitely heavily influenced by that '90s rock sound. Yeah, and I could well, totally, I could totally hear that in the in the three songs uh, that I heard a few weeks ago when you sent me that those files, and I actually got pretty excited and I was kind of like, oh, maybe he's gonna send me three more, or you know, maybe he's gonna surprise me with the rest. But when I found out it was a three EP album, I'm like, fuck, I need more already. There'll be one more song. There's just it's a four song EP, so we have one more song. EP. Okay. So, and I'll be sending you the whole thing here, I guess, this weekend, and it comes out next Friday for yeah, everyone yeah. else. Is it the 30th or the 31st? It's on the 30th, on oh, Friday. Okay. Yeah, Friday. I'm actually well, it's pretty cool. It's been cool right on Halloween. It, it's really close. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited to hear that last song, and I'm excited for other people to listen to, that mu to your music, man, because you guys totally blew me away. Thank, thank, you, you, thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited about releasing that artwork too. That's probably my favorite um, yeah. piece from the art we did for the album is this last song, Betrayed Belief, we're about to drop. Oh, yeah, we did artwork for each individual track. And so each track has its own picture that Crawley Photography did. So it's. Uh, oh, that's so I'm excited cool. about that one too. It's definitely my favorite one too. Yeah. I think just as much work went into the artwork as the music, you know. For sure. We it did. was all well thought of. Yeah. And we had to, uh, Carcass John is actually the guy who uh, did our cover art, which what? is also the artwork on the, on the t-shirts and everything, which is a local artist here in Dallas, which is really cool. He does a lot of artwork for local bands, which is really awesome. Nice, nice, that's awesome. And uh, how, how, how's the music scene in Dallas? Like, have you guys, um, like I know there's no concerts right now, but, uh, like, have you guys talked to any bands that are doing like maybe a, like live streams, or have you guys thought about doing maybe a live stream? Uh, well, we thought about doing a live stream, um, but actually, it seems like things are starting to slowly open back up here. We actually just played a show last weekend with a bunch oh. of great bands, um, right. and the the scene around Dallas in general is great, man. There's a lot of great bands. Um, a lot of great variety, not yes, just one style. Right. Yes. We got our heavy bands, our, our softer bands, our more melodic bands. It's it's a great mixture up here in our local scene. Yeah, I'll be I'll be talking to Dark Avenue probably here in a few weeks. Nice man, I'm about to get the CD in the mail. I ordered it a while back. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, can't I, I, I saw them open up for Adelita's Way back in 2017, I think. Yeah, I just I just discovered them this year too myself. I didn't realize they were local. They're actually really good. Yeah, they sound too good to be local. I'm like, what the heck? What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think I've heard anything. I was yeah. waiting to get the CD before I brought it over here to these guys and let them hear it. See, so yeah, they'll be hearing it soon. 
<laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I know you guys are releasing a four four song EP now, um, but it will it be a while till we listen to till we hear more music by you guys or. Um, we're in the process of writing. We're always in the process of writing, but um, it probably will be a little bit before we actually throw something down. Um, yeah. yeah, we uh, when you come to our shows, of course, you get a little a couple of the new ones that we have, the, the newer material that we've worked on and finished, and uh, and we're actually maybe a little, I guess, a little secret, maybe the, the single we're going to do for Inevitable mm. that we may release a single here in a, within the year, maybe. You know, I'd like to think under a year, release another single. Nice. I'm so ready. Can it be a year ready, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it won't take that long. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Just for that one. Yeah, just for a yeah. single. It, it's, it's one that uh, I kind of hold dear to my heart. It's, it's an older song, but it's, it's one that I definitely want to get out there. Yeah, and I've noticed that uh, like a lot of bands have been kind of release, releasing older songs. Uh, I talked to Rap Theory a few weeks ago and um, the music that they've been taking out, like as singles, have been older music and or unreleased stuff. That's that's right. now's a great time to do that. People, it's still new to everyone else, even though it's not new to them. Uh, no one else has really heard the material, so it's always cool to hear that. I think, especially when it's a band that you you like and you can hear their older stuff. Yeah, yeah, and totally, I guess, see where they came from. Yeah, that's great. You know, a band evolves as it grows, so you never know where it's going to take the band with the sound. Yeah. So the old yeah. stuff's always cool to hear. Uh, can you guys tell me a little bit about the song "Living Hell" and you know maybe give me a little backstory about it? Uh, yeah, um, the song itself, uh, we started, me and Charlie started writing it about uh, about 20 years ago. Um, yeah. And then we got back together a couple years ago to continue writing the stuff we were working on back then. So, and with Kevin, who helped finish that song with us. And I guess it, the lyrics back then were a little more of a dark place where I was. So that's what represents life being a living hell. Um, yeah. But the solo section, the whole middle part is is the newer part that, that Charlie helped come up with as well. And. And uh, the artwork for that song, the burning dollhouse, if you will, is uh, actually, we actually burned a dollhouse for that. Um, we had purchased one off Facebook and we made it up, painted it, made it look real nice. Uh, thanks, my, my missus. Then we took it out to the lake and burned it. And Set it on fire. And Crawley <laughs> Photography captured probably like 500 pictures of it burning. We had, to, we had to pick the one that we thought fit the song the best. So that's, that's the one we went with, with the flames just engulfing the house. That's, so that's pretty much the backstory on that one. That's great. And uh, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about not not to be in the darkening? Uh, yeah, I'll let uh, Kevin go ahead with uh, not to be. He actually so, liked the bass line. That's why we actually wrote that one. Yeah, not to be, um, again, was one of those that Chris and Charlie had started back in the day and was just one of those unfinished projects. And when I joined the, this band, them and we started you know hey what do y'all guys think of this um not to be the lyrics just really uh struck home with me um my first wife actually committed suicide oh, and that's how me and chris met was um right after her funeral and uh the, the songs about being in a really dark place and contemplating suicide and so uh, that song definitely resonates hard with me damn 
Yeah, he also he, he also came up with the artwork for that single as well. That's all that's all him. Yes, with sir. the with the razor blade and the pill bottle on the sink and the blood. Yeah. It's a it's a graphic image for sure. Um and you know we may get censored for it, so be it. But you know, that's a that's a dark subject that a lot of people unfortunately have to uh either face or know someone who has faced that decision and uh, you know. It's not, it's not pretty. It's ugly, but you know, yeah, it is. Suicide awareness is, you know, make it known if you know, you need help, please reach out to anybody. You have family and friends that care about you. Everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, darkening for darkening. That's more of a Charlie situation when he's the one that came up with the really cool riff and the heaviness that comes in right at the beginning. Yeah. That was the, another that 20 years ago. The riff was initially created, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's just um, kind of the Metallica type theme where you got the the heavy and transition into a clean back into the heavy, just like in that uh, contrast between the heavy and, and softer stuff. And those lyrics for that song, we all three wrote on that one because um, it didn't have lyrics at all on that song. So we sat there and so we all got to collaborate on lyrics, which I think we're definitely going to do more of in the future on the new songs. It, uh, it's nice to everybody feel connected to the songs that we're playing, especially when we're doing it live. For sure. And definitely that kind of connects us all to yeah. where we don't get so singled out from each other. <laughs> we all kind of uh, chip away the edges too and fine tune it. You know, if it was all just one person's idea, you know, it's, it, I, I think we make it better by all three of us putting input in. Yeah. Three minds are better than one. <laughs> oh yeah, unless it's fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who would you guys like to tour with? Oh man, um, on a local level or on a on a national level? I guess let's do both. I mean, I'm sure because there's a lot of local <laughs> talents. So uh, good. I mean, I would always I would always say I'd love to open for Tool, but they don't really have opening bands or and, or Metallica. You know, the biggest bands in the world. I'd love to be on that stage in front of their crowd to see what their crowd thinks. Oh yeah, insane still touring. <laughs> they have big crowds too, man. Would, would their crowds dig us? I don't know. They hey, start dancing. You know, I I mean, gotta, they uh, I've had a lot of people from a lot of different genres actually listen to one of our songs and surprisingly like it. You know, we've got kind of a unique sound. I guess on a local level, um, there's a local band called Vane that we were actually talking about doing a little tour with and Righteous Kill as well. And But I'd love to do For a little sure. tour with the roommates. They're oh, two great bands. Yes, that would be amazing. Uh, who would you want to tour with, man? Big band. Big what, band? Big band. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being on a D3 tour like Joe Centriani, Eric Johnson, and Steve Vai, even though we're not necessarily in that genre, but that would be really... Oh, we gotta, maybe we're going to write some instrumental songs. Let Charlie just... Yeah. Solo for 20 minutes. <laughs> Have a heyday. Uh, it's taken 20 years to write it. But, uh, <laughs> he loves long solos. I'm being sarcastic. He, he, however they, they come out, they come out. But I like giving him a hard time. Hey, man, your solo starts here and it ends here. It's only 10 minutes until. <laughs> right, right now that you're saying that, like play a solo for 20 minutes, it reminded me of uh, I, I told my friend, I'm like, dude, like I want to make a party and I want to hire like just a guitarist. That's just gonna play like the just gonna play Wonderwall like all night, 
But that's the instrumental so that people don't realize that the song never ends. <laughs> Chris always jokes that if Perceived doesn't work out, we're going to be a butthole surfers band, but we're only oh, going to do it over and over and over yeah, again. Just the one hit. Over and over <laughs> and over, you know? However long the set is, that's however many peppers you get. <laughs> Up next, Encore. Pepper. <laughs> we, we hope y'all enjoyed that one. Uh, this one is Pepper. <laughs> you know what? When I went to go see Collective So in Dallas uh, a few years ago, I was like, why are they getting 30 minutes? Don't they have like that one song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Collective Soul is actually really good. I like that. Yeah, one. yeah, I know, I know, but like everybody else knows it by just that one song. So I'm just like, why? Like, I make fun of everything. So <laughs> that's what radio does, though, or at least it's what it used to do is, you know, they find the one song and they just wear it out, play it on the, on the hour. Yeah, and it sucks because it taught people how to just listen to singles yep. and not actually check out the whole al album. Yeah, things have definitely gone back to just singles, especially the way iTunes and everybody sells singles instead of albums. It's definitely the way to go nowadays, I think. Um, kind of like it was back in the day, you'd sell singles before an album. Yeah. I'm still a big fan of full-length albums, though. You know, you get the two or three tracks you know, and then you don't know the rest of the stuff, and it's a, a new experience when you put it in for the first time. It's, yeah, that ain't always a win. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's great. I remember uh, it was a live album, but Pantera 101 Proof. Uh, it had a couple new songs on it at the end and stuff, but I'd just been to the concert. So when I bought the CD, I was like, man, it's going to be like going to the concert. I went into my garage, cranked it up all the way, and just sat there like I was at a concert. First time listening to it, and it was really a, that was an experience. I, I, I wish more music was like that, where people could just really get into it and just dive into it like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, better music nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> what is music anyways? No. <laughs> oh, man, man. Get deep now. <laughs> it's just a bunch of sounds orchestrated together at the same time. That brings forth emotion, and it's a life support system. <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> <laughs> if we never had music, would you even know you missed it? Would you, yeah, if there was no such thing as music, you wouldn't know you missed it. I think you would for some reason. Would you? I know, it'd be crazy. I think it's something, yeah. Because back in the day before television, nobody missed television. That's true. Now they would. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I think music resonates inside of you, like your, yeah. your heartbeat. That's a, that's a, it's a beat, you know? Yeah. Who, who sang for the first time? You know, who decided to make their voice? Notes. Never thought about that. See, look what you did, man. I went down a rabbit hole. Now I'm starting to think, like, where the hell did music come from? Don't eat those, man. This, this, this is quickly going to turn into a music theory type thing. <laughs> oh, man, it came from the music gods. That's it. Three so, hours later. If music ever just gets so bad, I'm, and, and yeah. I'm just going to go back and listen to like 30s or 40s type music. I'll listen to this all day. I think that's what happens. We, are, we always end up, uh, uh, what do you call it? The yeah. cycle and stuff. Yeah, pizza yeah. yeah. History repeats yeah. itself. Yeah. Like when the, the swing music came back for a little while. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was, yeah. That was I know, there's some, some uh, electronica right now that reminds me a lot of some 80s music yeah. right now, which is kind of neat. Uh, especially with all the crazy outfits and hair. That's what 80s kind of was. Yeah, and then you have guys like Greta Van Fleet that are like Led Zeppelin 2.0. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, if, they, if there's a market for it and they can make money off it, I mean, I say go for it. But uh, yeah. definitely the first time I heard them, I definitely thought, wow, is this Led Zeppelin? Right, or, right. What is this? Yeah, they definitely good. sound like them a lot. So It was good. It was good. Yeah, they're rocking big crowds, man. They're doing it. And uh, I I ask this question all the time, usually to end the thing, the show. But uh, if you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? Wow, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> I guess uh, honestly, for me, I guess I kind of like go with John Lennon. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I've heard he's an asshole as a person, <laughs> but as, a, as an artist, and especially for back in those days and that time, I think I'd be more fascinated trying to figure out what it was like back in the day trying to write your own music and stuff, because I mean, that was one of the main things I like about the Beatles is they wrote their own music, kind of unheard of back then. A lot of, a lot of musicians had writers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd go with that. I don't know what, what we'd really talk about, but... Uh, It'd probably be definitely music involved. (laughs) I think it'd be cool to uh, meet Gilmore, Pink Floyd, Roger Waters. They'd probably have a couple cool stories to tell about uh, how they create their sound. Uh, It's such a big, deep sound. Uh, I'd probably say Kurt Hammett. Just because growing up and when I got into guitar, that was probably my biggest influence and what kept me with guitar. And I kind of followed him to, you know, the point where I was getting my LeBray Pierce, you know, I just wanted to be Kurt Hammett, you know, and then eventually I kind of transitioned into Charlie, <laughs> not, not <laughs> Kurt Charlie. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd, it'd be a trip to sit down and bullshit with him okay. in an elevator. <laughs> Anything you guys would like to let your fans know? Uh, I guess uh, just we're on Spotify, YouTube, follow us, subscribe. Um, that helps out a lot with the, the algorithms. Um, share if you stuff. like it, share it. Yes. Share it with your friends. Please. That helps us so much as artists. Spread the word. Tell tell everybody about us if you like what you hear. Yeah, We're giving every, all our music away for free free online so just share it you know share it to facebook whatever all you gotta do is go to our website at perceivedband.com and you can download all four of the songs well three right now but you'll be able to download the fourth one come next friday october 30th and you can get all four for free on i think it downloads only on android and pc though is uh, the way it's set up but if you sorry i was gonna say there might be a 10 minute solo on that one (laughs) But if y'all want to buy the CD to help support us in that way, it's also available online at perceivedband.com along with all our other goodies. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the fourth song would be will also be available on Apple too, right? Yes. We're going to release that one as well next Friday. It'll be a re- every, available everywhere like the other ones. Damn. Can it just be Friday already? I think I just <laughs> I think I did that too many times in this interview. It's... You guys literally have me on the edge right now because it's y'all's music is killer, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. thank you so much. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to my interview with Perceive from Dallas, Texas. Check them out. New album, EP, uh, October 30th. Uh, stream it, buy it, you know, show it to a friend.
I remember everybody that without music, life would be a mistake. <laughs>